This is the Daily Signal podcast for Monday, March 15th. I'm Robert Bluey. And I'm Virginia Allen. On today's show, I talk with Jill Simonian, the new director of outreach for PragerU's Education Resource Initiative. We discuss how parents and teachers can draw on the vast number of pro-American resources PragerU now offers for elementary through high school students. We also read your letters to the editor and share a good news story about a moving company that decided to start an initiative to help local food banks in their community when they saw how much food goes to waste when people move. Before we get to today's show, we want to tell you about the most reliable source for global economic data, the Heritage Index of Economic Freedom. The Heritage Foundation Index of Economic Freedom ranks nearly every nation in the world according to its level of economic freedom. Whether for personal or professional research, the index is a wealth of information. Learn why it's easier to start a business in Switzerland than it is in France, and where America falls in its ranking. Visit heritage.org slash index to explore the newly released 2021 Index of Economic Freedom, which features interactive maps, country rankings, graphs of data, and much more. Now stay tuned for today's show coming up next. Well, education is becoming more and more progressive, and parents are looking for alternative curriculum options, and Prager University is providing some practical tools to help. I am so pleased to be joined by Jill Simonian, the Director of Outreach for PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents, or also known as PREP. Jill, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here talking with you. So you are leading this new curriculum initiative for PragerU. For anyone first who is not familiar with Prager University, could you just explain a little bit of your mission? Absolutely. Uh, The mission is to encourage people to think critically and to examine the world around us and to appreciate the country that we live in and celebrate our American values of hard work and individual responsibility and integrity and equality under God. And that's the mission. I love it. And you all do that in so many creative ways. I've personally learned so much from the videos that PragerU produces. I'm so, so thankful that we have you all as a resource, especially right now. Uh, I know. Thank you. (laughs) I've learned a lot, too. I cannot tell you how much I've learned. (laughs) Oh, it's so great. And you all, you do those videos and you deliver information, I think, in such a digestible way. So truly, truly appreciate that. But one of the ways that you are continuing to really further your mission is through this new resource, PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents. So just explain what exactly that is and why you all felt like this was something you had to do and that fits so closely with your mission. Sure. Well, first of all, I commend you for getting, it is a mouthful, PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents. That's why we call it PrEP. And what that means is we have essentially formed a, I like to say, a club, it's an easy way to say it, of parents and teachers from around the country who believe that our American education system is currently being hijacked by leftist indoctrination. And I I hate to sound dramatic and alarmist, but unfortunately that's what we're seeing in our public schools across the country, in our private schools across the country. Uh, We have this 
philosophy being shoved down so many of our throats about programs that are being called diversity, equity, and inclusion, but really these are politicized, agenda-driven narratives that are teaching kids and families to hate America. And again, I don't want to sound like an alarmist, but when you look at what so many of our school districts are proposing that institutions and schools adopt, it's really alarming. And it should be scary for all of us, whether, you know, I'm a parent of elementary school kids. It should be, it's, it's scary to me. It's scary to teachers who happen to share pro-American values. Uh, but worst of all, it's scary for the future of our communities and our country. And so here at PragerU, we, especially the last year with, you know, the veil being lifted and us parents and many, you know, us parents getting a window into our kids' classrooms via Zoom instruction, we've seen what has been taught, what hasn't been taught, and we needed a call to action. And so what we've done here at PrEP is, uh, we're, you know, we're launching this program to provide two things. One is to provide a support group for parents of like-minded values to be able to discuss issues, uh, propose solutions for each other, offer insight and advice on a peer-to-peer level. But then the second part of it is that we are creating content, resources, videos, appropriate for kids ages kindergarten to 12th grade. Because everyone knows PragerU videos are for adults or young adults, but what we haven't done yet is really celebrate American values through a child's eyes. So that's what we're doing here, and that's what PrEP is seeking to do, and we've got so many fun things planned. And how did you get involved in the initiative? Wow. It was, <laughs> it was well, let me tell you, it was quite an unexpected calling. I like to call it a calling because it really <laughs> feels like that's what it was. I discovered PragerU a little over a year ago, believe it or not. And I started watching some of the five-minute videos and they really resonated with me because they were based on logic. They were based on asking questions. And I've always held the same values through my life, uh, pro-American values, in the way I was raised and attending church and you know being raised in a very family-centric atmosphere. But watching PragerU videos really resonated with me in getting me to think about the direction that our country is going. As an individual and also as a parent of small children right now. So I discovered them about a year ago and out of nowhere, I kid you not, I get an email in last summer from the CEO saying, I noticed that you have been posting a lot of like-minded opinions hmm. reflecting values that we share here at PragerU online. I should give you a little bit of background. I have worked for the past 15 years in television and media, and my uh, specialty was parenting and family lifestyle. So I would appear on television all the time. I've been on Today's Show. I used to work for CBS Los Angeles. I've been on KTLA in Los Angeles, all of these television programs 
I was a television host, and then when I became a mother, I switched to parenting, and I started a blog called thefabmom.com. So I had been writing thoughts and feelings about the direction our country was going in, and Prager, you found me and contacted me and said, would you be interested in doing one of our five-minute videos explaining the dangerous direction that our schools are headed in with leftist indoctrination? And I said, absolutely. And we shot the five-minute video, and then after that, project by project, I began getting involved in bits and pieces just as this prep program was getting launched. And finally, in January, so in about a six-month period, it went from getting involved with One Thing with PragerU and being hired full-time to help direct the outreach for this new prep program. And it's been such a blessing, and I'm so thankful because it really does feel like a calling. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. <laughs> wild story. <laughs> like that, wild that doesn't story. usually happen like that. <laughs> no, it, it is a wild story. Yeah. So for you as a parent, have you seen this in, you know, your own kids' schools, in your own school district, that these really progressive ideas um, are are influencing and are being taught through the curriculum, are being adopted by school boards, so on and so forth? Absolutely. With COVID this last year, my kids recently were able to return to school in person. And prior to that, they were both on Zoom classrooms, essentially. And I got a very unfiltered look inside what was happening in one of my daughter's classrooms, particularly. And what was happening was a few examples. I noticed at the very beginning of the year, the Pledge of Allegiance was not being said in one of her classrooms. I noticed that there was a very, I'm going to say lackluster, non-fact-based lesson about 9-11, September 11th, one of the worst times in American history, was not fully explained or talked about in any sort of historical lesson type of way, that those two things were alarming to me right at the beginning of the school year. I also noticed that friends of mine who also had kids in the school, we, we started talking and we started comparing notes about what some of us were seeing inside some of our kids' classrooms. Not all of them, okay? I, I know a lot of wonderful, great, fantastic teachers who do their job well in a very unbiased and effective way. But in many of the classrooms, we started seeing books that were being read to our children that had very inappropriate and progressive narratives. I'm talking books read to kindergarten and first graders that were really have no business being in school at that age. Uh, we also saw in my district a very strong push by few but very loud voices to inject a diversity, equity, and inclusion program into our district. And that's something that is very highly contentious right now that's happening. In fact, this last week, I went to my school board meeting and I spoke with six other parents about our concerns about DEI and how it's based in critical race theory. And critical race theory is, in fact, racism and to implement programs that are based on these divisive, destructive philosophies 
is flat out egregious to put into our schools and to put onto high schoolers and junior high and elementary students. And it goes far beyond my district, too. I mean, I don't know how often you keep up with education, but across California, across the country, parents are slowly realizing that these progressive narratives that are very inappropriate and divisive are are being forced upon our schools through the administrations. And it's our job to speak up. And that's one of the things that PrEP aims to do is just to give us support and strength in numbers so that we can communicate with each other and share tactics and advice that is working, is not working, and decide what the heck are we going to do. And Jill, you're based in California, correct? I am. I'm based in California. Okay. And I know we've seen over and over and over, it, it is really discouraging to see that direction that California has been, I feel like, leading the charge in so many ways in this area of really introducing a lot of progressive education. Uh, but like you say, we've seen this popping up in a lot of other places. So uh, could you give us some examples of, you know, where where else is this happening besides those sure. big cities like LA, New York, Chicago? Sure. Well, a couple of things that come to me at the top of my head. Uh, in Oregon, recently, they were trying to overhaul their math program because there was a group of educators who were citing that when you ask students to find a right answer, a correct answer in math, in math, mind you, math, right? <laughs> <laughs> the math yeah, is there's right usually or math just is wrong. supposed to be one, usually... <laughs> right, one right answer, yeah. <laughs> right, Ma math not is multiple. not interpretive. Math is not interpretive. But there was a group of educators in Oregon that wanted to overhaul the math program because they said when you ask people to find a correct answer, that in itself is rooted in fear and white supremacy. That doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't understand it, but that's an example of something that was happening in Oregon. Uh, there's a group that goes by the name of hashtag disrupt texts that was looking to ban certain works of Shakespeare in high schools because Shakespeare furthers white supremacy values. Okay, I don't understand. Uh, Dr. Seuss books were canceled mm -hmm. Uh, at the request of, well, it, it actually started, Dr. Seuss books were requested to be canceled in a school in Virginia because they said that there were six books that furthered racist and divisive narratives. You can look them up online. Mm -hmm. I did. And frankly, it's a gross overreaction to a children's author that <laughs> had no intention of ever doing that. I mean, if you look up who Dr. Seuss was, uh, he was, in fact, a liberal who was against any and all racism. So the fact that they're canceling him is really disappointing. The, the list goes on. I mean, yeah. it goes on and on and on. And every day there are more stories that we're learning about that are just, you can't believe that they're real life, but they are. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we've seen that at the Daily Signal. The stories do just keep coming. Um, explain some of the content that PrEP does offer. I was reading some of your new programs, uh, for example, your, your how-to series for 6th through 8th graders, but talk us through some of those practical uh, kind of unique initiatives that you all are starting through PrEP. 
Sure. This is the fun part. It's so easy to talk about all of the frustrating and infuriating and alarming things that are happening, but this is really the goal of PrEP is to celebrate American values with our kids. And if they're not going to get it through their schools, then guess what? We're going to provide it and we're going to enjoy what we have in this country, equality under God and liberty and freedom. And we're going to teach our kids that America is a wonderful place. And the way that we're doing that is through original and curated content and videos. One of the first things that we started working on, we, we, we started a story time hour that we're calling Otto's Tales. Now, anyone that watches Dennis Prager's Fireside Chats on PragerU knows his dog, Otto. Otto is the famous bulldog who sleeps on the beanbag as Dennis is sharing his philosophies with us. And our story time has a costumed, very adorable and mischievous Otto next to me while I am reading a story that celebrates America in one way or another. And Otto and I host a story time for kindergartners. And it's a really sweet, simple series featuring books that, frankly, aren't being read in classrooms because of these progressive narratives that have hijacked our education. So we're starting that video series. And all of this is going to be launching on our prep website, which is going to be brand new in April. So it's very exciting. We're also creating a series called Craftery, where I lead students in a craft, but then at the same time, they also learn a bit of history. For instance, we're going to be customizing and painting a bulletin board in the design of our American flag, but they're also going to get a history of the flag, how it started with 13 stars and how Betsy Ross created the first flag and the story behind that and how our flag has evolved into 50 stars and when and why. So you get a craft with a little bit of a history lesson in a very fun, relaxed way. And it's something kids can do at home and engage in with their families and also enjoy the craft itself in their home as a reminder of our American values. Uh, something else that we're doing is developing an animated series called The Magical History Tour. Actually, I don't even know if I was able to say that title out loud, but I just did. So, surprise! <laughs> Debut uh, here. You hear, heard it here first. I love it. You heard it here first. I hope I don't get fired. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but we're working on a lot of fun things. We also have a digital magazine planned for third through fifth graders featuring very important American historical figures. And the first series that we're starting focuses on women like Abigail Adams, Margaret Thatcher, Ayn Rand, the list goes on. It's just getting started. We just launched a few months ago and our membership has already come very, very close, if not exceeded 7,000. Wow. And yeah. And in that, and, and we haven't even put out any of these videos yet. So, I mean, this is a true testament of how hungry families are to, to celebrate what we have in this country and to teach our kids that America is a great place. And you're providing resources for really all age levels, right? K through 12 on, on the website through PrEP. Yes, K through 12. And one of the things I, I should mention are how-to videos. We've enlisted this fantastic group of young people called Freedomist, and they're developing these how-to videos for us that are 
so fun and so snappy and just really creatively done how to fold an American flag, but they've got the whole... I say this in the most loving way. They've got the they've got the whole like high school attitude, you know, like really cool, fun, quick, fast paced things to really celebrate America and but also resonate with the junior high and high school crowd. And we also host a lot of live events. We just had a live a virtual event, I should say. We just had one of our live virtual Zoom events for prep members where junior high and high school kids in our prep membership, whose parents are members of prep, could watch our PragerU five-minute videos and then discuss them in a free and open way with our Prager Force members. And our Prager Force members are the college kids who are our biggest champions for conservative values in this next generation. Oh, it's so exciting. So as far as really who these resources are are targeted towards, I mean, if if I'm a working mom, and, you know, my my kids are going to school every day, how should I be thinking about using these resources? If I'm a homeschool mom, how should I think about working them into my my lesson planning and my curriculum with my kids? Great questions. Yeah, because there's a wide variety. We've got public school parents, we've got working parents, we have stay at home parents, we've got homeschool, private, you name it. The spectrum is wide. And this is the best way I can describe it. I myself am a working mom of public school kids, obviously. And I like to look at prep as my go-to resource list for when I don't know what to show my kids to explain something about America, I'm going to go to the prep website and I'm going to find something that I know resonates with my values and I'm going to show my kids. For instance, I'll just use my eight-year-old daughter, for example. My eight-year-old daughter loves arts and crafts. And this is where I came up with the idea for the craftery. She loves arts and crafts. She will make anything out of garbage, you name it, she will have a ball and make it. But is she the biggest fan of studying history? No, not really. And that's just her. But if I engage her in an arts and craft project that involves paint and glue and all sorts of things, and she's also going to get information about how and why our flag was created and the different incarnations our flag has gone through because of our fight for freedom, then that's a win for me. And if she's going to have fun doing her arts, but she's going to learn to appreciate our flag and what it stands for, for freedom and for bravery and equality under God, then that's a win. So for homeschool parents, we've got dozens of resources that are go-to wins, for lack of a better word, that parents can have faith that their, their kids are going to be taught things that are of value. It's really how you want to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so practical. <laughs> like that's what we need is just a tool that can be used in so many different situations and every family's different. So it's helpful to have something uh, that isn't uh, a one size fits all, but lets us just draw on the resources as we have need. So talk about that practical, you know, how do I sign up? How much is the subscription? Where can I find more information? Well, as it stands right now, if you make a donation to PragerU, PragerU is a nonprofit. I mean, most of us know that. If you make a donation to PragerU, that grants you access to the PrEP program. And then 
uh, you are able to join our private Facebook group if you are on Facebook and you want a discussion group with like-minded parents to bounce ideas and share resources. There's a lot of resource sharing in that Facebook group as well. For instance, there's a lot of homeschool parents that say, oh, I use this for my kids. I use this for my, you know, and everyone's sort of sharing their own curriculums and informations. And there's a lot of teachers in that group as well who also share their information and different lesson plans that they've created that are useful to someone else who might be looking for something that maybe was banned at their school not too long ago. But if you make a donation to PragerU, you are given access to the PrEP membership group and you can join the Facebook forum. It is a private group. But beginning in April, all of our resources that we're creating are going to be available on our website. And that's something that we're really excited about. So essentially, you can access the resources, but if you want the real experience and the, um, the value of the private discussion groups, that's where the membership really comes into play. Mm, awesome. Excellent. Jill, thank you so much. We'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes for the website so that our listeners can check it out. But we so appreciate your time, Jill. You're so welcome. Thank you. I was going to say, if you want to check it out, our website is prageru.com slash prep, P-R-E-P. Join us, join us, join us, because if we don't save our communities and our country for our kids, it's gone. Yeah, it all comes down to the next generation, and that really starts with education. So thank you for the work you're doing, Jill. Thank you. I'm Zach Smith. And I'm Giancarlo Canaparo. And if you want to understand what's happening at the Supreme Court, be sure to check out SCOTUS 101, a Heritage Foundation podcast. We take a look at the cases, the personalities, and the gossip at the highest court in the land. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you find your podcasts. It's SCOTUS 101. Thanks for sending us your letters to the editor. Each Monday, we feature our favorites on this show. Virginia, who's up first? One of our Daily Signal podcast listeners left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, writing, Great alternative to mainstream media hysteria. Love the thoughtful and in-depth delivery of the news here. Rachel and Virginia present all the facts rather than picking and choosing to fit their narrative, which leans left. They often touched on the most important underlying themes that make these news stories relevant. Highly recommend. Well, that's a great review, and you certainly do, Virginia. Thanks to you and Rachel for bringing us the news every day. Thanks, Rob. And in response to Doug, you're welcome. And in response to Doug Blair's commentary, Lucasfilm's decision to fire Gina Carano is galactic hypocrisy, Kristen Kay writes, You took the words right out of my mouth, and Gina did as well. This censorship, the control of the media, mostly, and education, is exactly the fascist methodology employed by the communists, socialists, and leftists. These tactics aim to weed out undesirables, eliminate choice by controlling information, and create a master class by indoctrinating the youth. I'm glad Gina has options to go to work with people who understand history and respect facts and truth. 
your letter could be featured on next week's show. So send us an email at letters at dailysignal.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Never has it been more important for us to fight for America. Each day we see the penalties of progressive policies across our nation. Our elections are under assault. Our economic freedom is on the decline and our culture is turning its back on the founding principles that have made us the freest, most prosperous nation in history. That's why the Heritage Foundation developed a plan to take on the left and take back our country. The Citizen's Guide to Fight for America provides a series of heritage-recommended action items delivered on a regular basis to your inbox. Make an impact in your community and in our country. Sign up for The Citizen's Guide at heritage.org slash citizens guide and join in the fight for america today virginia you have a good news story to share with us today over to you thanks so much rob well if you have ever moved you probably remember the dilemma of what do i do with all the food in my cabinet that i don't want or i can't take with me adam lowey was working at his family's moving company in new jersey when he started to notice that a lot of food is thrown away when people move in 2009 he decided he would offer to take clients food and deliver it to a local food bank so it didn't go to waste Lowey told the Today Show that it was just a simple way to help out his community. We figured we were there anyway as the movers. We could pick the food up, we'd bring it to our local food bank, it didn't cost us anything, it didn't cost the customer anything, and it was just a nice thing to do. And in a month, we collected 300 pounds of food. I had never visited a local food bank before. Growing up uh, here in Monmouth County, New Jersey, it's home of Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi and the Jersey Shore. You look around and don't see a lot of poverty or food lines. And they told us there were more than 100,000 people just in our county that didn't have enough to eat. At that point, it became personal. After seeing the need and how simple it was to collect large amounts of food, Lowey started the organization Move for Hunger. The nonprofit grew quickly and today works with over 1,000 moving companies in America and Canada to connect them with local food banks so they can donate food to the needy in their communities. During the pandemic, Move for Hunger has gone beyond working with just moving companies to also engage with farmers and retailers to donate even more food as the number of those visiting food banks has greatly increased. We delivered more than 5 million pounds of food last year alone, which is a quarter of all the food that we've delivered to food banks. 21 million pounds of food delivered over 11 and a half years. Lowey says he has no plans of slowing down the work of the nonprofit, telling the Today Show that we're 11 years in and I feel like we're just getting started. That's really great, Virginia. Thanks for bringing us a good news story every week. It's so important, I think, to start the week off with some positive, encouraging news, especially in a world where there's so much negativity. We appreciate it. Oh, of course. It's a joy, Rob. We're going to leave it there for today. You can find the Daily Signal podcast on the Ricochet Audio Network. All of our shows are available at dailysignal.com slash podcasts. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. And be sure to listen every weekday by adding the Daily Signal podcast as part of your Alexa flash briefing. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It means a lot to us and helps us spread the word to other listeners. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Daily Signal and Facebook.com slash The Daily Signal News. We hope you have a great week.
The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. It is executive produced by Rob Bluey and Virginia Allen. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. For more information, visit DailySignal.com.